0: Welcome to the Elevate Life Church podcast of the week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit elevatelife.com.
1: So glad you're here. Put your hand over your heart. Let's make our declarations. I am who God says I am a child of God, the righteousness of God. I am the apple of God's eye. I am God's workmanship created for good works, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Today I open up my mind to receive the word of God so I can think like God, be like God, and do life the way God intended for me to live. Let's lift up holy hands, say it with me. Come, Holy Spirit, help me elevate my thinking so I can elevate my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Now look at somebody. Wait just a minute. Don't be seated. Look at somebody, and I'm going to give you three seconds to think. One, two, three. Oh, I forgot to tell you what to think about. I'm going to give you three seconds to think about. Tell somebody something good next to you. One, two, three. Tell them something good. Josh, you look handsome today in your coat. Well, family, it's great to be with you. It is Thanksgiving season. Are you thankful for somebody or something today? Come on. We're so honored that you're here. Thank you for watching online. Just thousands of people every week. And thank you for joining us. If you're ever in our area, be here, because I know if you're in our area, you're here. So we love you guys. And again, thanks for being a part of our online experience. Also, want to say hello to McKinney. Y'all say hi to McKinney. Thank you, McKinney. We love you. And i um, got a very special a group of people here today. They're my extended family. And all the way from Hotlanta and that area, Georgia. And uh, I want you guys to stand. This is the Michael Turner family. They're just beautiful people. He pastors a great church turning point. Thank you all for being here. Turn around somebody, see how pretty you are. Models, all of them. We love you guys. Thank you for being here today. And. They're just here this week to spend some pre-Thanksgiving time with us and our families together. So I'm their children's uncle by choice. That's what I call myself, their uncle. So I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Um, I don't know if you grew up wanting to be liked, but I did. I think everybody wants to be liked and a lot of their behavior is to try to be liked. I think we go through life a lot of times and we don't even realize why we're happy or why we're sad, but here's what I can tell you. You're sad when you don't feel liked and you're more happy when you feel liked. And so it starts very early for us um, to be liked. And, and really every room that you walk in, I mean can you imagine so, Madeline, let me ask you a question. So, what if, what if you went to a Beyonce concert, and you're just in the concert, you're in the room, and you get a note from Beyonce, and she says, I want you to come backstage. Would that be a cool thing? Now, let me just tell you something about Beyonce and why she would or may not do that. She wouldn't just do that because she knew you. But she would do that if she knew you and she liked you. And today I want to talk about why people like us. And most importantly, I want to talk about why God likes you. You are liked. You are liked. And Before I get into this, we've got some notes for you if you'd like some notes to, to uh, follow along. Uh, before I get into this, I, I did some research on, on like and, um, and especially in this day and age in which we live, where uh, we are involved in social media and likes and unlikes, and I want to give you some science today. Why do we want or need to be liked? Because everybody here wants to be liked. There's people that you want to like you. And yet we live in a very divisive, marginalized, I'm on this side of the fence and you're on that side of the fence life when it comes to politics, when it comes to ethnicity, when it comes to different parts of the world. More than what we like, oftentimes we're very clear on what we don't like. More than who we like, oftentimes we're very clear about who we don't like. And so, why do we want to be liked or need to be liked? Take a look at this, just on the screens. When I'm liked, I feel important. When I feel important, I feel accepted. When I feel accepted, I feel respected. And when I feel respected by others, I feel good about myself. So I want you to let yourself process that for just a minute. So I think everybody here can identify with this. I want to be liked. maybe you've never thought about it, but I want you to think about it. I want or I need to be liked because when somebody likes me, it tells me I'm important to them. By the way, how many of you have ever had somebody in your life that you felt like they loved you, but they didn't like you. How many of you, be honest now, have ever loved somebody, but you haven't liked them? Oh, if you have children, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, you know. Like, I'm not, I, don't, I don't really like you right now. And I'm not going to disband you from the family, Presley, but right now, the way you're acting, I don't like it. But, but you see, here's the truth. The, the truth is, is that there is a deep, deep emotional need that all of us have To feel liked because we want to feel important to people. One of our greatest needs is to feel important to somebody. And the more somebodies that we feel important to, I'm going to just tell you, the richer your life is. Not the more money you have, but the more people that you feel important to and that are important to you, you're rich. How many of you are rich today? Come on, you are. When I feel important, I feel accepted. When I feel accepted, I feel respected. Keila wrote a song. I almost had her sing it, but I would have had to pay her too much to get her to do it. But um, I, I, wa- I want you to love me for me. Was that what it was called? Love me for me. Stand up. Keilah, come here just a second. Just, just, really quick, just real quick. Just, just I, don't, I don't know if you can remember any of the words. Uh, uh, you wrote it when you were 16 years old and it was something like uh, you remember? Remember? I just remember when you love me for me. That's all I remember. I need you to love me for me. No, not that. Why don't you just make up something like <laughs> rap right now? I, rap. I need you to love me, love me for me. I need you to love me, love me to be. I need you to love me, love me. You know that kind of thing. It's got a free flow. <laughs> Here's the thing. I want to ask you an honest question, a provocative question, an introspective question, and here's what it is. How many of you want to be loved for just who you are? You want to be liked for who you are? I I posted this on Instagram yesterday, and it was, uh, when you like somebody for who they are rather than what they can do for you, you're giving somebody the greatest gift they could ever receive. And yet, many of our relationships, and even the relationships that we like and don't like, are transactional. So I, I, I did I did some studying this week, and what's really interesting is there is now what's called in the psycho- psychology world dopamine feedback loops. Yeah, and you may have not heard about that. So let me just educate you for a second. Recently, uh, one of the founders of Facebook uh, began to speak out uh, about what what the thought process was behind Facebook. And Sean Parker, in a conference, the Axios conference in November of 2017, here's what he said word for word. He says, as it or God only knows what it's doing to our children's brains. Now listen to what he says, one of the founders of Facebook. The thought process that went into building these applications, Facebook being the first of them, was all about, and I quote, how do we consume as much of your time and conscious attention as possible? How do we consume as much of your time as possible and monetize ourselves because of it and advertise to you and show you what it is you really want. And that means that we need to sort of give you a little dopamine hit every once in a while because that's why we develop likes so that when you would put a photo or when you would write something that you would hope that people would like it. And what we knew in that thought process was it would actually release a chemical called dopamine in your brain. And therefore if somebody liked it, you would feel good. If they didn't like it, you wouldn't feel good. This is, now this is from the founder. One of the founders. Everybody knows about Zuckerberg, but nobody knows that Sean Parker was just as much a part of that process. By the way, what was his job? To develop a customer base. Zuckerberg did the technology, but Sean Parker, his responsibility was to get you to become a Facebook member and to lure you. So he goes on to say this, and that's going to get you to contribute more content, the likes, that is, and the more likes and the more content, then there becomes a social validation feedback loop. Now, he's speaking different languages, but this is psychology. This is the dopamine feedback loop he's talking about. Exactly the kind of thing that a hacker like myself would come up with. We wanted to hack people's minds. Hmm. It's just Facebook. Just Instagram. Because you're exploiting, his words, the vulnerability in human psychology. The inventors and creators like me, Zuckerberg and Kevin Systrom of Instagram, all of these people, all of us understood this consciously and we did it anyway what the founders of Facebook discovered in their pursuit of wealth through their development of digital media was that neuroscience proves we are hardwired to be liked there is a deep need in every person to be liked in fact the need from a sociological or psychological perspective to be liked can be as addictive and in fact has been proven to be as addictive as any drug that you could ever be addicted to. We crave to be liked. So again, I want to give you some facts today about your crave to be liked and my crave to be liked. And here's what they are. Now, I don't want to rush through this, although I've got to get through it, but I want you to really hear what I'm saying. These are facts. These aren't like... There's a, there's a crave that you have to be liked, and by the way, if you ever hear anybody say, oh, "I don't care if people like me," you know that's a hurt person. Oh, I don't need to be liked by people. I don't care if they like me or not. Liar! Oh wait, that's not the song. Anyway, here's the fact: like attracts like. So I want you to listen very carefully now. Like likes like. So here's our problem. Our problem is we crave to be liked, but watch this. Naturally, our natural default is we only like who and what we like. And so anything I don't like, I dislike. Hmm. You might think, well, that's kind of simple. No, it's profound. You see, what keeps us out of some of the relationships that we should really have is people are very much unlike us, and therefore we need them even more. But we like attracts like, and so we, we like, likes, like. Next thing, we want to be liked because we want to be significant. I've already told you that. So why, why, is it that I, why is it that I want people to like me? Because I want to be important to people that I want to be liked by. Now, let me just stop right here and say this. And they're gonna, if it's okay, guys, just leave that up there. Because I want it to sink in. I don't think this is in your notes, right? I don't think it's in your notes. So we want... <sighs> I, I grew up, I, 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 I like to be liked, and uh, I didn't consciously think about that, but when I was in high school, when I was 15, uh, Pastor Sheila, who was not a pastor, then we were boyfriend and girlfriend, she was sophomore favorite, I was sophomore favorite. Our junior year, I'm the junior favorite, she's a junior favorite, in a school of thousands of kids. Our senior year, she's the senior favorite, I'm the senior favorite. And yet today at 5'8, I don't have one friend, Micah, from high school. And at the same time, here's what's weird, is people liked me, but they didn't know me. Whatever they liked was because I was an athlete. Whatever they liked was because of something that they bottom one admired. So in high school, some of y'all partied, Sean. Some some of y'all partied, Mike, really hard, and your wife there too. You know, she a miss innocent. Anyway, so these are my friends. Jennifer Honeycutt, you know, you were a party animal. So we didn't party in high school. In fact, I would tell Sheila, my little girlfriend, I go, look, we're going to the party, but we don't drink, we don't cuss, we don't tell dirty jokes. And at every party, everybody's drinking. So why would I want to go there? So I would tell her, i said, let's go to the party. And I said, we're going to walk through. I want you to follow me. We're going to say hi to people. And then we're going to walk right in and go right out the back door. I didn't want to be around any of them. And I was class favorite. So we'd walk into a party. Hey, how y'all doing? Good to see y'all. Go in the living room. Hey, hey guys, what's up? Hey man, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, y'all. We won Thursday night. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we won. Okay, we're just about ready. You ready, Sheila? Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> we were everybody's favorites, but not really. She was liked. But in my mind, I thought, I don't know these people. These people don't know me. If they really knew me, I wouldn't be their favorite. How many of you ever, I want you to be gut level honest with me, because I'm being as honest as I can with you. And when I say honest as I can, just without, you know, telling you everything. <laughs> Why wouldn't I tell you everything? Because you wouldn't like me as much. In other words, this is at 58 and a half, still what I live with, if you knew that about me, you wouldn't like me. Like, if you knew sometimes the way I've talked to Sheila, you wouldn't like me. If you knew the way I talk to my kids, sometimes you wouldn't like me. You see, most of us live with this, and we don't even realize it, but it shapes our behavior. Behavior. And so we wear a mask and we try to hide behind and we try to just paint a picture, whether it's on Instagram or wherever it is, this is how things are. But, you know, some people criticize that. They go, you know, Instagram, and now they're all over it. Look at it for hours a day. Oh, people just, you know, they paint all this stuff. I don't even like to go on there because I don't even post anything. But I look at everybody's. I don't post anything because it's fake, it's not real. What are you going to do? Like, I put on Instagram... Today was just crappy, man. I was like, it was like ridiculous. And I just want to encourage y'all with that. (laughs) I just wanted to post that and see if I could get some likes, you know, feeling sorry for me and stuff. Because I got to live with that. (laughs) Who wants to follow somebody like that? So it's not that you're trying to be fake. You're just trying, and, and not even that you're trying to. To, to, to post just the best stuff. But what's this. All of us live on the inside with something that says, if people really did get to know me, they, they, they wouldn't like me. So what I'm trying to tell you is that we were popular in high school, but that doesn't mean people liked us. You know, if you have to know Beyonce, you might not like her. Let me say something completely opposite if you got to know Donald Trump you might like him oh no no oh oh I passed the Keith you just went over the edge on that one here's the deal the deal is we like people watch this now because people make us feel better about ourselves What is it that I like about Mark Dean? I like Mark Dean. He's fun. He's pretty. (laughs) He's pleasant. But at the end of the day, Mark, you know why I like you? The same reason you like me. And that's because of the way I make you feel about you when I'm in your presence. Why do we like the people that we like? I I really want you to hear what I'm saying. We like the people that we like, not because they're that, yeah, we admire, yeah, they're No, we like those people because of how those people make us feel about ourselves. And that includes people that we know and people we don't know. So people don't like the president, or they don't like the party, or they don't like those people, or they don't like the job, or they don't like whatever. The things that we don't like, watch this, are directly attached to our crave to be liked, and yet we like, likes, like. And if how you are doesn't make me feel better about me, guess what? I don't like you. That's how insecure and immature we are. Now, I'm not saying you, I'm saying we. So Facebook, Instagram has figured this out and they know that every time that there is a like that you get, then you'll start thinking about, let's say when I posted that, I got a like, so maybe if I post that, I'll get liked. And it's, 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 it's a window into human behavior. So maybe if you accept me enough, maybe if I do enough right, then you'll like me. You know what, I just want to be liked for me. How about you? I said, I just want to be liked for me. How about you? And that's my message to you today. I want you to really, this is why, this is why you need God and ultimately you may not want God right now in your life, but this is why you need God and you will want God when you know God likes you. I said, God likes you. You are liked. I said to some of my pastor friends, some of you know that on on Saturday nights, sometimes early Sunday mornings. I'll send pastor friends of mine. It's just a very short list, about 20, probably 23, 25 guys, that if some of their names, if I mentioned to you, you'd know some of their names, those of you that follow different pastors around America. But I always send them a word. I always send them a scripture. And today's was Deuteronomy, the seventh chapter, the sixth verse that says you are a special treasure to God. And those pastors that I send those prayer texts to oftentimes will text me back and And that's the word for me today why because just because you stand on this stage doesn't make you feel liked because you stand on this stage you're not proclaiming to the world I got everything together just because you stand on this stage doesn't mean you don't need to be encouraged just because people will stand on stages all over the world today and proclaim the good news doesn't mean they feel great about themselves but here's the bottom line what I want leaders to know and what I want you to know because we're a church full of leaders somebody say amen is that you you are liked. You are liked. And your first point there, it's 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 God that likes you. It's it's you God likes. <sighs> I want you to watch this clip. I think I know who that
0: is. and approached broke the nerves to tell my hands and legs what to do and they tried to cut the tumor but they, they couldn't get it and I became handicapped and I got a wheelchair when I was four years old. That was your first one, mm-hmm. when you were four. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Yeah, so I know. Uh, do you know that song that I sometimes sing called It's You I Like? Uh-huh. I'd like to sing that to you and with you. Okay, like? sure. It's you.
1: You know that everybody that's in your life is handicapped in some way. Handicapped by a hurt. Handicapped by somebody that did something to them that was unfair. Handicapped by a pain that they didn't ask for. And sometimes we look at people and we don't see the chair, and we don't see the pain, but all we hear and all we see is that they're not like us, so we don't like them. God says, I know your stuff. This is hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to think that God knows my stuff. And he still likes me. Because I don't know about you, but I haven't always felt that from God. And certainly I haven't felt that from other people. In fact, quite the opposite. If you really knew, you wouldn't like me. God wants you to know he knows your handicap. He knows your mistakes. He knows your pain. He knows what you're not. And if you could hear him sing, he would say, it's you. I like it's you I like one of the highlights of my strike force days was that I was asked to be on mr. Rogers show and what a great man with a great heart wanted to be a minister and one day God spoke to him and said there's a lot of people preaching from pulpits. I need some people that will use television. That's why he did his television show. To reach people with the message of Christ and the love of Christ. Nobody knew he was a minister. This is the truth about God that many people do not believe and they cannot accept. They cannot believe that the God of the universe is so madly in love with So infatuated with them. So in awe of who they are and what they like and the sorts of things that they do. that If God was following you on Instagram and Facebook, he would like every one of them. Because it's your life. And if you like it, God likes it. Some of you have heard me tell the story about Keela. She had a, a hairless cat. I already hate cats. But she had this hairless cat, and I'm allergic to cats, severely allergic to cats. And I told Keela one day, I said, I'm going to love your cat because you love your cat. And I love that cat. And I didn't like cats before. And when she got rid of the cat, I've never held a cat again. I don't (laughs) like cats. But because she liked cats, I liked cats while she had a cat. Whatever it is that you like, God likes it. Not necessarily because he likes it, but if you like it, he likes it. Because he likes you. He likes you. And, and you know what the truth is? Is that God likes you just because of you. He doesn't want to be friends with you when you're better and improved. He doesn't want the best version of you that he can like. He just wants to be friends with you. And you know what? Let me tell you some good news today. Here's the good news. Y'all want some good news? God is your biggest fan, and he dreams of just being in your presence. Now, my family, they, listen, we all love different, and we all like different. I just can't even tell you how much I love being around them. I can't tell you how much I love being in Sheila's presence. It's difficult to describe. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter where we go. I just like to be with her. We were in the Museum of the Bible this week, and we got separated a little bit. Everybody's, you know, in museums. Lord, museums. It's Josh's thing. I did it because Josh likes it. But anyway, I walk through the museum, and it's six floors, hours. Like I'm, I'm like at a party. Same thing. Oh yeah. Great. Oh, good. 1828. Great. Wonderful. Okay. What happened in the 1900s? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Anyway, so I was there for hours. So we got separated and I thought I would slip into one of the video rooms where they were talking about the Hebrew Bible. I thought this would be interesting. I'll just pop in here. The doors closed behind me. It was me and three other people and it was a 30 minute tour and you couldn't go back. I'm like, thinking like I'll just keep going I'm just walking from okay so about halfway through it I text Pastor Sheila said where are you she goes oh we're on the fourth floor at the I said I'm sitting in here and I just want to be with you but I can't get out (laughs) it's gonna be about 15 more minutes here's my point I don't mind sitting in the Hebrew Bible video gram it was wonderful but I don't want to do it by myself so this is this is just this is 15 minutes of our life and none of them like this Sheila doesn't like it she's an introvert Josh certainly doesn't like it he's an introvert on steroids I am an ambivert. You say, what does that mean? I like alone. I like a lot of people. I'm alone. Very cool. Thousand people. Wonderful. Wonderful. Here, let's have a... Okay. Anyway, so this is... I'm letting you in on 15 minutes of our life, just in short 15-second segments. This is how I am, because I like them, and they don't like it. But I like them. So here we go. Where are you at? There you are. Hi, Josh. Hi, Keila. Hi, Go. Hi. In fact, I'm just gonna video y'all right now, cause I like y'all too. So this is gonna go on Instagram right now. So just live here, just right, right this second, and don't feel like you have to like on it. Uh, unless you want me to preach better and release some dopamine while I'm, okay, so I'm going to just take a second and, uh, we, we are live. Hello, Elevate Life Church. Guess why I'm putting you on video right now? Because I like you. It's you I like, and it's the truth, and some of you hate to be on camera like him and her. But I still do it anyway. Okay, so that's being released right now. It's on. Okay, so here's my point. I like watching them. I like being with them all the time. Here's another little segment. <laughs> John thinks I'm funny, don't you? I love this time. I'm lucky at you. I love my son, I love you. He didn't stop, he wouldn't talk to me, he and his mother are just walking. I'm just saying, I love being with you guys, it's amazing. Y'all are amazing. I just captured the moment. I'm going to tell you something, God's got some video on some of y'all you don't even know. And guess what, it's not the bad stuff, he erases that. He just likes you having fun. One more. Can you imagine God watching you and going, "I love them"? Because here we are in the rotunda; it's just us. Everybody's standing. Here's little Sheila. I go, I just, I just, I love that. Like I love her ways. My point is, God likes your ways that maybe nobody else notices. By the way, I notice everything. I don't know if you notice that. But I love that, and it drives my family crazy sometimes. But let me just tell you something. God notices everything about you, and guess what? He's forgiven all the bad, and he records all the good for his glory. That's the kind of God we have. I'm almost. Chuck, I'm so hot. It is so hot in here. I know some of you are not hot, but I am just burning up. Here's the last thing until I get to the last thing. God (laughs) likes to be liked by you. So God likes you, but he likes to be liked by you. God doesn't like you because you like him. God doesn't like you because you do everything right. God likes you for you, and he likes to be liked back. A like for like. That's what he likes, but he's not going to stop liking you even if you don't. So several years later, Mr. Rogers was being inducted into the TV Hall of Fame. And here's what happened, watch this.
0: From Moment, you know, when when you tell people that it's you, I, it's you I like, you, you know that you really mean it. And tonight, I want to let you know that on behalf of millions of children and grown-ups, it is you that I like. Well, this is what I wanted to tell you before I knew that I'd have this great gift tonight. Thank. tape or zoom or face those people must be to know that you thought of them right now. We all have only one life to live on Earth, and through television, we have the choice of encouraging others to demean this life or to cherish it in creative, imaginative ways. On behalf of all of us at Family Communications, and the public broadcasting service, I thank you for all the good that you do in this unique enterprise, and for wanting our neighborhood to be a part of the celebration tonight.
1: Thank you very much. Just one of my heroes right there. And think about that for just a minute. With Jeff as a child, him speaking into him, it's you I like. And then on the day on earth when he was honored more than any other day, inducted into the Hall of Fame, Jeff comes back and says, it's you I like. And I'm just going to tell you, that's our relationship with God. When you let God know, not just that you love Him, but that you like Him. God wants to be liked by you. You know what every parent wants to believe about their children? Not just that you love me because I'm your dad or your mom. But you like me. Sometimes when you're parenting and sometimes when you're, you know, fighting for your kids, they don't even know what you're fighting for. and They're living their life and they're trying to figure it out. Very rarely do children know the power they have, like Jeff. Because so I just want you to know. I like you. I like being around you too, Dad. I like being around you too, Mom. Thank you for what you do for me. You know, Thanksgiving is this Thursday, and some of us are going to be around family members that we may not like or that may not like us. And you know what happens, especially in families, when we feel like we're not liked? we somehow find a way to get ourselves into a corner, we somehow find our our way to get away from everybody and just kind of bear through this Thanksgiving holiday. What if this year we made it our mission to make people that came into our sphere feel like we like them? I'm happy you're here. It's good to see you. I remember one Thanksgiving I stood up in front of the family and what's weird in my family is that most of my family through the years since the 80s have worked for me. My older brother worked for me for six and a half years. My younger sister worked for me for four years. I introduced her to one of her husbands. And then was blamed when that didn't work out. Sheila's dad worked for me. In other words, One Thanksgiving I stood up in front of our family and I just said, you know what, I don't want there to be issues. I was the boss of the family at one time or another. Most of them had worked for me and I was the one that had to say, I don't want there to be issues. I apologize to you, and I apologize to you, and I apologize to you. And guess what? It wasn't because I just thought, well, I've just done everything wrong and you've done everything right. You know what I knew? I knew in that moment that these are human beings, and even though they're my family, they're like Jeff Erlinger in many respects. They've got hurts and pains. And one of the things that I can do is check like on you, like on you, like on you, like on you. I'm God's son. We are God's sons and daughters, and we have the power to bring a like spirit everywhere we go. But if, if you feel like somebody doesn't like you, guess what you can do? And by the way, in that room, I wasn't very liked. People won't like you for a lot of reasons. Some of people won't like you because you're more successful than they are. I remember one year around Christmas, one of our children got a new car. So in the family, you know, you want everybody to celebrate, right? Nobody really celebrates. Everybody won't celebrate what you like, but here's the power you have. If it's something they're excited about, you can like on it. I said you can like on it because guess what it's liking for them not liking for you come on somebody put an amen on that that's that's the way as sons and daughters of God and and we like God when we act like that it's in your notes and I don't have a lot of time because we're gonna spend just a few minutes worshiping but what makes God feel liked by you now whether you like him back or not he's gonna like you no matter what but here's here's the first thing when you want to be in his presence When you want to be, by being here in church today, you make God feel liked. And even if you're watching online, thank you. At least you're watching, you make God feel liked. But when you gather together with other people, there's a synergy, there's an energy that you can't have when you're at home watching. I'm not dissing that, I'm just telling you. We are a community of faith, we are the household of faith. Guess what, we serve together, we breathe together, we bleed together. We rejoice together and that's the power of a church. When you get into God's presence, whether you're with his people, he says, I know the thoughts that I have for you, to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me, you'll come and you'll pray to me and I'm gonna listen to you, this is God now. You will seek me and you will find me. John 14 says, and I will pray to the Father and he will give you another helper and he will abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit. No one has seen God at any time, John 4 says. But if we love one another, listen to this. If we love one another, he abides with us. Just by loving other people, God's presence comes into my life. Get your love on today we make God feel liked when we come into his house for a day in your courts david said in psalms 84 is better than a thousand places elsewhere i'd rather stand as a doorkeeper at the threshold of the house of god than to live at ease in the tents of the wickedness for the lord God is a son and a shield. The Lord will bestow grace. Everybody say grace. In fact, I want to prophesy it over you. I said it last week. Raise your hands. I speak grace over you. I speak favor over you. I speak honor over you. God says, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Good things, come on, are coming your way. Good things. Good things. Doesn't matter what's going on right now. Good things are coming. Come on, your way. What makes God feel liked when we spend time in praise and worship? We just worship Him. Not decide if we like the song. Not think about how long we've been standing. Seven times a day, David said, I will praise the Lord. Great peace have those who love His law and nothing will offend them. What happens when God feel like, feels like when we read His book? You know that 58, one of the greatest compliments anybody ever can give me now? is, hey, I read your book and it helped me. When you read God's Word and it helps you, just thank God for His book. Hey, God, thanks for your book. I read it. By the way, it's the international bestseller, and I actually read it. And it's for the best-selling book of all time, and I read it, and it makes God feel liked. Come on, put an amen on that. What makes God feel liked when you value what He says? One of the greatest compliments people can give me today is when I tell them, something that i believe is from god and they actually do it and it helps them one of the greatest things about my son in love cole who married Keila, is that cole is a lifelong learner pastor sheila and i were talking behind his back last night and i said you know i can tell cole something he has a great business he has a great business mind and he comes to me and he says hey pastor what do you think about this he calls me pastor and i'm his father-in-law he says, what do you think about this and i'll tell him something And he's one of the few people that goes and does it right then. Right then. You know what? That's the biggest compliment you can ever give me. is just to say, you said that to me and I did it and it worked. It worked. So think about God. When he tells you something and you do it and it works. Come on, put an amen on that. And then finally, you make God feel like when you decide, and I don't think this is in your notes, but I'm going to tell you anyway. When you decide to like his people, every time you like a child of God, by the way, everybody in your world is a child of God. When you decide you're going to like and not dislike, you know, there's most people dislike more than they like. We just got back from Washington, D.C. Whole lot of dislike going on there. And it's not about which side of the aisle you're on. Watch this. It's not about your ethnicity. It's not about your politics, your race, your religion. You know what it is? It's about a spirit of dislike that separates us and the devil goes good because your opinion matters more than God's opinion. I don't know who picked an elephant and a donkey, but I can tell you I don't want either one of it. I want a lion. I'm a part of the the tribe of the Lion of Judah, and I want to do things God's way, not the elephant's way and not the donkey's way. Come on, y'all. I'm not trying to be silly. Don't let your your life get on the dislike side of things because watch this. Like, likes, like. And so if somebody doesn't like what we like, if somebody doesn't make me feel liked, I have a tendency to get on the dislike side of life. God likes you, but he doesn't just like you. He feels liked when you like people he likes. And you'd be surprised, some of the people that God likes that you don't. So deal with your dislike based on how somebody is that makes you feel a certain way. That doesn't line up with what you like. And let's get mature. I said let's get mature and live by the word. The last thing of the last thing. God likes to bless you. Put Psalms 35 on the screen, guys. No, Psalms 35. There you go. Let them shout for joy and be glad, who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually. Hey, by the way, how long is continually? Don't ever stop. Let the Lord be magnified, let God be made bigger, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant can i tell you that god is pleased to bless your life let me remind you of the word stay with me listen to me let me remind you of this word it's a word from god on september 30th i I stood on this platform and i said when the clock strikes 12 and it becomes october 1st the spirit of god is telling me according to deuteronomy 28 That God is opening good treasure in heaven with your name on it. And can I just tell you, it's happening in my family, and it needs to happen in your family. God is opening his good treasure over your life, and why don't you just say, God, come on, I'm ready. Come on, it's mid-November. God, I thank you for the good treasure that you're bringing every person. I thank you that you've got their name on it. If they need to be healed, let the healing come. If they need finances, let the finances come. If they need a miracle, let the miracles come. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, come on, y'all. God likes you, and we like God back.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure to get your copy of Pastor Keith Craft's book, Your Divine Fingerprint, and visit elevatelife.com for other exciting new content from Elevate Life Church.